This B-Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B-E. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome to Changemaker EDU, a podcast that inspires powerful individual and collective transformation by sharing leadership, personal development, and education change-making ideas and stories to ignite people like you to create the change deep within your soul, embody your calling, and bring your dreams to life. I'm your host, David K. Richards, and I share wisdom from my 25 plus years as an education innovator, school founder and CEO, mindset teacher and leadership coach, but also interviewing other diverse paradigm shifters. Join me in our grassroots movement to create lasting impact, one education change maker at a time. Hey everyone, I want to jump on before you get into the podcast episode today and share that I'm launching the Wise Warrior Mastermind, which I'm really excited about because you know when something comes through me, it comes through with full energy and love. And I really wanted to convene a group, a small group of about five people where we can really go deep and create a safe container, a safe environment, place where you can just be free, let yourself be you. You don't have to worry about bringing any baggage into the group. And we can really focus on these mindset teachings that I have embodied and learned and mastered over the last several years. And I can share them with you and we can work on them together and we can support each other and create some lasting impact and change in your life. So we can focus on how to lead with love, how to live and flow, how to master your thoughts and what belief systems you have and so many other things that we're going to work on together. So if you're interested, please reach out to me at david at davidkrichards.com or you can go to the website davidkrichards.com slash program slash mindset. We're going to get better together. We're going to learn. We're going to grow. And it's going to be a, a small number of us. So if you're interested, please reach out as soon as possible because we don't have that many spaces. All right. Enjoy, enjoy today's episode. Thanks. Hey, everyone. Today, what I'm going to talk about, I had to pause because I'm, I'm, I feel like I always say I'm so excited, but this one's feeling really good to me. It's about sharing your voice. And, you know, I notice whenever I'm going to record a podcast, especially a solo, not as much with the guest, but a little bit, <coughs> this happens. <coughs> My throat starts to get. I start clearing my throat a lot. And I know that from the work that I've done and the research and the teachers I've worked with that this is because your throat chakra is blocked or it's, it's wants to clear. And so for me, when I want to, when I know that I'm going public to speak 
to people and I'm doing the podcast that I know that that's, there's a part of me that gets really nervous and doesn't want to do this and feels like, and then the stories come, why would they want to hear from me? What does it matter? You know, why am I doing a solo? It's so much easier just to talk to somebody else. Like I'm so good in, you know, one-to-one conversations. Like, why am I doing this more uncomfortable version of the podcast where I have to speak to like share a message or share a quote unquote speech and all those flurry of stories and feelings come in. And then this happens and it's happening right now because I'm speaking it because I'm bringing attention to it. And so my message for you today is to reflect on where you're not sharing your voice, reflect on where your voice is not coming through clearly and consistently and with conviction. I knew there was a third C. <laughs> Reflect on that. So in order to do that, like I said, in the last couple episodes I've done, let's ask that question from not from the head, but from the heart. So, <clears throat> okay, let's close our eyes if you can. Start to let your breathing just happening happen naturally. And our intention for this short meditation is to see or feel, to know clearly where it doesn't have to be massive or these multiple spaces or just somewhere and you can decide somewhere somehow where your voice is not being heard and the way you know it wants to be heard so let's hold that question let the stillness speak while we're doing that, I want you to envision your energy or your attention being up at the top floor of an elevator. So your the elevator is right next to your the crown of your head. You're going to take a nice deep inhale with me. Then while you exhale, you're going to take the elevator down and you're going to envision the elevator going down, down to your heart. Now your attention is resting in your heart. You might notice like the pressure releasing a little bit from your head, but you're really putting your attention right now in your heart. Your heart might be racing or you might feel uncomfortable by this and that's okay. Just when that happens, just take a nice deep breath in. So let's ask, where is a place in my life where my voice is not being fully heard or expressed? Those are actually two different things. So let's just start with, where's a place where I'm not expressing my voice? in the way I want to, the way I desire from my heart. 
And then we could ask the second part of the question, what is place where I'm having the courage to express, but it's not being heard in the way that I want it to be heard. So we can ask either one of those questions. And really trust whatever feeling you have or what speaks to you. And we're going to hold this question for the entirety of the episode and for as long as you want to hold it. So you can ask yourself, how long shall I hold this intention to really know where the places are that I'm not fully expressing through my voice? Okay, let's take a nice deep breath in and nice long exhale. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Or like I always say, you can also just keep them closed while we have this discussion or this monologue. So this is so critical to the change-making movement that we're all joining here. Because I didn't ask, the question wasn't, is there a place where you're not fully expressing through your voice? Because I think it's most humans have something. It's part of human nature. And some of us are much better than others. And some of us are really good at expressing out loud, but we're not expressing authentically. Some of us are good at expressing in certain places, but not others. And so my question to you really is, and hopefully you got some feelings and you start to get some more clarity about where you're expressing, where your voice is not being fully expressed. And for me, this was a big one. It's a really, really big one. And you'll start to clear a lot of things when you can start to identify where the block is, meaning you're not doing it, and then start to practice it. So I remember when my first leadership role as a principal, and even before then I was kind of doing work as like, we didn't have department chairs and grade level chairs and all that, but essentially it was more of a democratic kind of setup, but I was acting in those roles in a lot of ways. And if I wanted to people, please, I wouldn't say things that were on my mind, or if I didn't want to create conflict, this is one of the reasons we don't really speak our voice. I would suppress the thought that I had or the point that I wanted to make. And then I, you know, it didn't really seem like it was a big deal as much. I didn't really notice it. And and then I became principal of a new school. And for those of you that are in school leadership roles, you know that, or any kind of leadership role, an important part of leadership is having conversations of having dialogue, asking them, you know, what's on their mind, sharing your vision, understanding where they're coming from, sharing your point of view. It's constantly you're in dialogue. The best leaders are in dialogue and sharing what's going on and asking good questions, right? So that you're having strong communication and strong team morale and all that good stuff and great culture. What I started noticing is that I wouldn't speak up. I would speak up. (laughs) If I felt like either I didn't trust myself it was going to be controversial. It was going to create conflict. It was not in line with the 
group norm, the group think if it was a group, you know, and I just wouldn't speak up. And so I remember that being a real big detriment to my leadership because people didn't realize what I was really thinking. And I actually had a teacher come to me my first year and say to me, we need to hear you more often because I had a co-leader who was somebody who was really good at expressing their voice, but they didn't feel like it was always authentic. It was more of that kind of political speak. Right. And so she said to me, even though he was highly authentic in different ways, it was just, that was the way it was being received. They, she said to me, we need to hear your voice. We really like what you're saying. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I'm the principal and I have my team coming to me and telling me you need to express your voice. And so I started doing that more and more and more, but it was so uncomfortable. And for some of you, you might be like, oh, that's never been uncomfortable. I'm fine just like saying what I think. And that's amazing. That's amazing. A lot of us that are empaths are not in that space. Like we don't always feel safe. And especially if you're not part of the white dominant culture, I don't need to tell you, but like there's times where you don't want to express yourself or you don't feel safe, right? I'm sure a lot of times. So for some of us, expressing ourselves clearly and with conviction and honestly can be incredibly scary. So I continued to work on it. I continued to work on it. And it was always scary. (laughs) And so I started to realize that I had to get to the root of what was going on. And so I started to see that there was a maladaptive coping mechanism that had developed in my childhood, feeling unsafe, being abandoned and abused, as I've shared in other episodes, and not having the most stable and secure childhood. What I did to stay safe and to to avoid the conflict was to stay quiet. Because I had equated me speaking up and creating controversy means mom might leave, bad thing might happen, right? So I didn't speak up. So I got to the root. I got to the root. And I remember doing a Toastmasters one summer, doing the club, Toastmasters club one summer before my, between teacher and principal. And I had to give like the five to seven minute icebreaker. So before I had gotten to the root and it was the summer. So I wasn't working and I literally spent the whole day. I had already, I spent like two weeks preparing the speech and I spent the whole day practicing the five to seven minute speech. Cause I was literally paralyzed at the thought of going up in front of complete strangers and speaking for five to seven minutes about myself. And I didn't realize that the root was, I didn't feel safe. Right. And so that's why I encourage you to do the work on yourself. Like I said before, whether it's therapy or inner child healing or whatever modality you choose to heal what's wounded inside of you, most likely from when you were a child. And this could be any of us. It doesn't have to be super traumatic childhood. You could have had a great childhood, but there's still wounds within you that need to be healed. So I encourage you to do that work because that allows you then to get to the root of what is holding you back and allows you to be the best version of the change maker you want to be. So I have a podcast now, right? (laughs) My second podcast. And so now when I feel that little constriction in the throat and that happens and I have to clear and all that, I know that's just the remnant of the nervous system and my body that has been taught for so many years. That's that's held this constriction around if you are going to speak, 
your truth or speak out loud or speak to people about something, especially in this format, because I can't read the room, right? I don't know if people are completely disagreeing with me or if there's conflict happening. So because I'm, there's a part of me, this inner child that's wounded, that feels like if someone disagrees with me, then that's terrible. And then I go into fight or flight or freeze and or fawn. And I begin to get like sweaty and the cortisol goes up and all the triggers come. So then I can just take a deep breath deep breath in and nice long exhale out and just remind myself that I'm safe, that people do want to hear what I have to say and that people are choosing to listen to this. So if you're really annoyed with me right now, you're just going to turn it off, right? I'm not forcing you to sit here. And even if I was, you have a choice to walk out the door or, you know, the listener always has a choice, but I remind myself that it's critically important that I speak my voice and my truth so that others can do the same. And I will tell you as somebody who has never excelled in this and started to get better and better at it is that sometimes you have to convince yourself when you're a giver like me and when you're in service, like I am, and you're a teacher, you have to say, well, you you do it for others. (laughs) And I've seen that a lot in my one-to-one coaching sessions. I'll be like, you know, if you could do this for your students, or if you could do this for your partner and they're like, okay, like meaning, Pretend like all the love you give to your partner, you're giving to yourself. And they're like, oh, okay, I guess I can do that. And I'm like, oh, it'll help you. So no, you can't say it'll help you. It'll help them so much. And they're like, oh, really? Okay, I'll do it. (laughs) So for a lot of us that are in in the education space, we are empaths, we are givers. We are, you know, those that want to take care of everyone else. And so we will forget to use our voice when it really matters, which is all the time. And the other important story that I wanted to share today is that I remember my first, oh, must've been like my first week or so in grad school at Stanford when I was doing the teacher program and the master's in education. And my methods, history, social studies methods professor was basically saying, you need to get your students to share. Like you need to create a space where your students can share their voice. This is vitally important to your classroom and your community and to helping kids become empowered and express. And I actually raised my hand, which is a big moment for me. I was courageous. And I raised my hand and I said, you know, I never spoke throughout my whole entire K through 12. I was never that kid. I was always very quiet. I observed everything. I, I took everything in and I think that it's okay. Like I learned a lot and I was a very good student. And, and I felt strongly about that. Like I felt like this guy's giving me an opinion that I don't agree with. And I want to actually just say, there could be another side to this. Like, you know, get off your high horse, but everyone needs to share their voice. And what he said to me was, I can't remember the exact words that he said to me, but he essentially said to me, every single human being needs their voice to be heard. And your role as a teacher is to ensure that they have the opportunity to share their voice, especially in a, in a course like this, you know, in a course of study like history and social studies. And that stuck with me because he wasn't saying force people to speak. And, you know, he was basically saying that that everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to be seen and heard. And if you're creating a classroom environment and a community and like a family in your classroom, and somebody doesn't feel like they can speak and be heard, that's a problem. And you can't talk your way out of this and say, well, I was, I was quiet in class and that was okay. And honestly, the reason I was quiet in, in my classes is because there wasn't a safe space. 
And because the people, the teachers didn't reach out to me or talk to me after class and say, Hey, what can we do to create a space where you feel comfortable to speak? Who knows you haven't talked. So when I became a teacher and, and when I lead groups, I always notice the quiet person and I always try to engage them in some way, shape or form without forcing them and making them feel highly uncomfortable. So, um, and my first year teaching, I had a ninth grader who was select, selectively mute and we would do a thing where all hundred ninth graders would get into a circle and do acknowledgements. And we would like do a string, you know, and pass it across and the whole string. And it's all thing about like, we're all connected. So everyone's supposed to give like one acknowledgement to somebody in the circle. Like I appreciate this person for this. And this young child, this child, this ninth grader in his first year, we had learned from the parents and the psychologist that he was selectively mute, meaning he only speaks when he wants to. So he may never speak the whole time we're in the school. This young child actually this actually, I think was more like in month three or maybe it was, it was pretty far into the year now that I'm thinking about it. He literally said in front of everybody, I'd like to appreciate Mr. Richards for allowing me to speak in his classroom. I was, I almost died. I was like right there. That's not, you know, that's all why we became teachers. <laughs> I was amazed. And so I'm doing that again right now for you. This is a space where it's safe and you can speak. Obviously you're not speaking back to me though. You can't send me an email or set up a time to talk with me, but I want you to share your voice and I want you to speak the truth out loud. And I think it's important that you start with yourself. So I noticed with myself that when I was the chief schools officer and I was coaching the principals and I had one hour to coach a principal before I went to the next, I oversaw 10 schools that if I didn't say what I was quote unquote supposed to say, in that hour, like I felt like I should probably ask a question or push back or, you know, I, I noticed that they needed to hear something intuitively as the coach that, and I was like, wow, that might hurt their feelings. So I just wouldn't say it. And I noticed that that was a problem. So then I found my own style of sharing my voice with them and saying, have you thought about the fact that, you know, you're trying to control everything as a, as you know, as a newer principal or whatever it was. And I would just ask nicely, or I might, you know, then I would read the situation, but I would speak the truth that was coming through me. So now when I'm doing my coaching sessions get really intense or when I'm leading a group or when I'm teaching leaders or whatever it is that I'm doing or doing a mindfulness course, I always trust that part of me that wants to speak if it feels right. And then I trust the way that I'm going to say it. And then I say it and it literally has changed my life. So please, 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 please find the truth within you that wants to be expressed. And again, there's many ways to express art, you know, singing, dancing, whatever it is, right? Sports, like there's so many ways to express, but I'm specifically saying today to express through your voice, through your voice. A small step could be expressing to yourself in a voice memo, which I have done it's happening again because I'm probably feeling some of the energy that you're going to have when you're like, I'm scared to express, <laughs> but start to be free. And if you're going through your day and you're like, I didn't tell my boss this, or I didn't tell that student this, or I didn't tell my wife this, or I didn't tell my boyfriend this, like, then maybe just go to your phone, turn on the voice memo and say, or close your eyes, 
and ask like, what's the truth that wants to express through me and push record. And you've just cleared some energy, some, something that wants to be expressed. You've cleared it a little bit. And as you start to get more and more comfortable, just noticing it, then maybe you'll start getting more courageous and you'll start saying it. So anyway, this, this could be a really long episode about speaking your voice and finding your voice and all that, but I hope it helped today. And I hope that the way I decided to focus on it was really just expression that you'll take that away this week or in the coming days. And you'll ask yourself, what is it that really wants to express? What wants to come through me? What feels right? You'll practice it a little bit at a time in your own way, in your own style and your own unique way of expressing your voice. And you'll heed the words that my very wise professor told me 25 years ago, which is that every single human being deserves to have their voice be heard or something to that effect. (laughs) All right, everyone share your voice. Let me know how it goes. Send me an email. Let me know David at David K Richards. Let me know how David at David K Richards.com, how it went, what it feels like afterwards. I notice people sometimes feel so liberated. They're just liberated that like they shared their voice and it's like this part of them that wants to be free. And then you become more creative. And then most importantly, the change making that wants to come through you, it starts to flow out of you because that energy has been trapped. It's like, oh, I just wanted to speak. I just want to speak what I believe. I just want to say something. I wanted to be heard from my parents. I wanted to be heard from my teacher. I wanted to be heard. I just wanted to be heard. And you start to free so much energy and crazy stuff starts happening. So I want to hear all about it. All right, everyone, sending you love. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Changemaker EDU podcast. Every guest and listener is a valued part of this co-creation. We're honored that you listen and we hope that this helped you in some small or big way today. This is a community and a movement. And without you, it wouldn't be possible. If you want to learn more about me, go to davidkrichards.com. And as always, if you're so moved, please rate and review the podcast. And finally, our greatest compliment is when you share an episode with someone who you believe will benefit from the message. Sending you immense love and courage today. Thank you. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's ixl.com slash B-E.